if we want to be consistent with our goals and how we want to show up and who we want to be, then we can't depend on motivation to get us there. We have to depend on something else. And that would be commitment. We have to depend on commitment. Hey, I'm Chelsea. I'm a professional mentor and coach, and I believe that your biggest goals and your wildest dreams can come true through small and simple changes. Follow along and let me show you how you can grow by degree. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Grow by Degree podcast. I am so glad that you are here and you, I hope, are going to be glad that you are here because today I want to talk about not feeling like it. I want to talk about what to do when we do not feel like doing the thing that we ultimately know is better or good for us. Today, I went and dropped my oldest little guy off at school. He's in preschool and he's had a rough week at school. It's Wednesday today and starting on Monday, he had a little bit of an emotional day at school. There's something that happened that made him a little bit scared. And then yesterday, so Tuesday, (laughs) when our sitter went to take him, he went into a full on tantrum. And she ended up having to bring him back home. So we did not go to school yesterday. And so today I decided to take him and he screamed and he cried (laughs) and he begged me. Oh, it's so cute when he begs me too. It's like, please mom. And that is so cute, but also uh, kind of frustrating. And he begged me and he screamed and he cried and he pulled every tactic that he had or that he could think of to get me to allow him to stay home. He said, I'm tired. I'm scared. I don't want to go to school. Please, mom. And he said that all the way to the door of the preschool. And I knelt down with him and I sat and I talked to him and I said, hey, buddy, it's okay to be scared. And you know what? You you could be scared and you could also be brave. You could be both of those things. And let's let's be brave and scared. It's okay to be scared. <laughs> and then he would say, Mom, I'm tired. Yeah, it's okay to be tired and go to school. <laughs> and I fortunately kind of knew what I was in for. And I was in a good headspace to be able to have the patience of a crying toddler. It's not always the case. But it was the case earlier today. And so... I stayed with him and finally when I left, uh, he did cry when I left, I went to my car and did a little bit of self-love in that moment and I just started to really empathize and relate with my little one because there are so many things as an adult, if I don't want to do it, I actually don't do it (laughs) and there are so many things that that I 
probably could guess or know are good for me and I feel some resistance in doing. I don't know that that really ever goes away because there's this part in our brains that really is, is amazing and it's uh, I like to call it my toddler brain but it's a lower part of your brain and the job of this part of your brain is to just keep you comfortable the job of this part of your brain is to keep you from harm or danger and it's super useful like if you get stung by a bee then you know probably not to you know play with the bees nests in the future right it's super useful in keeping us physically safe there's so many instances where that lower part of your brain is so helpful and useful and then there's also so many instances where that lower part of your brain is so loud and it actually keeps you from doing the things that might be the best thing for you for example with my little guy in his school I know as the adult that him just facing the fear and getting in there and doing school anyway is going to serve him best. And I can make that judgment call as his parent, but he he doesn't know that. <laughs> it's a it's a hard thing for him to be aware of, right? And it's kind of like that for ourselves. Like when we use our higher brains, which I like to call my grown-up brain. When I use my higher brain or my grown-up brain, I can make all sorts of decisions for myself that are going to serve me best. I can decide to go to school. I can decide to uh, apply myself with my career and set some amazing goals. I can decide to you know, lose weight or get healthy, get fit. I can decide to eat vegetables and uh, go on walks with my higher brain. I can make all sorts of decisions that are going to serve me uh, that I don't really regard comfort too much because when I'm using my higher brain, the goal is to stretch myself. And when we are stuck in our lower brains or our toddler brains, we're stuck in a place where we feel we need to stay comfortable. And when we live out of this part of our brains, that's when we stop going to the gym or that's when we avoid confrontation or conversations in a relationship. That's when we avoid doing homework or when we sit and doom scroll on our phones instead of working on that project that we had the goal to work on that day. Our lower parts of our brains, our toddler brains, want us to stay comfortable and it can predict things that might make us uncomfortable, things that might stretch us. It can predict and resist them (laughs) and it takes our higher brains or our grown-up brains to kind of coach the toddler brain. It takes our higher selves, our best selves, to intervene with the thoughts in our lower brains and decide to do things anyway. It is so, so tricky (laughs) to go from complete resistance with a task to, yes, I want to do this. Yes, this this is what I'm going to do. I would call that like total motivation. It can be so tricky for our brains to go from demotivation to big time motivation. And sometimes we think that we need to get all the way over to motivation in order to work towards our goals. 
And so people will do all sorts of things to motivate themselves. They'll have a little mantra. They'll have a chant. They'll have an accountability partner. They will uh, try and make that activity more fun. And those are all great tools. But I actually think we don't have to feel motivated to work on our goals. And, uh, and we don't really actually have to rely on the feeling of motivation at all. That feeling is so nice to have and we will just use it when it comes, right? But some of the time you're not going to be motivated, especially if you have a long-term goal. Let's say you're starting a business and maybe you really love baking cookies and that's your business. So you're making cookies, right? And you really love that. And when you think of baking cookies, you feel really motivated because that is something that you really like to do. But let's say that you really hate selling your cookies. Every time you think about having to make a post online or having to uh, sign up to go, you know, put your cookies in some kind of boutique or store or any other type of marketing tactics in order to get people to come buy your cookies, you don't like selling. You just don't like it. And so you've made all of these cookies, but when the time comes where you need to get clients, you need to get customers who are going to come and purchase your cookies, you don't like that part and so you don't do it. You're not motivated in doing that part, so you don't. (laughs) And guess what? You're probably not going to sell that many cookies. But here's the thing. I don't think you have to enjoy the selling part of a business, but you certainly have to do it in order to grow your business. It has to come. It's like a necessary evil. And a lot of our goals are that way. If you want to get healthy, and let's say you really love eating vegetables, and you love eating healthy, and so that's a really easy thing for you to do. Eating healthy, you feel very motivated by healthy food, you like the way that it feels, and you have the strength of having a good balanced diet, But part of a healthy lifestyle is moving your body. It's just movement. Let's say you may not feel a lot of excitement or motivation around movement. Well, if you want to accomplish your goal of a healthier lifestyle, then moving your body a little bit more is kind of part of the deal and you may not like it. And that's okay. That's okay for you to not like it. When I was dropping my little guy off to preschool and coaching him, I made it a very big point to say it's okay to feel scared it's okay to not want to go it's okay to resist this thing it's okay to feel that way but we also are gonna just do it (laughs) and sometimes I feel like when when we have these lower brain thoughts that are really trying to keep us comfortable I feel like there's also this tendency to like judge ourselves for having those thoughts. Like, let's go back to the movement example. Okay, so you have your goal to like, let's say work out for 30 minutes, you know, a few times a week. So today is your day that you're supposed to work out. Maybe you you said for yourself, I'm going to go to that kickboxing class. (laughs) That I'm going to go every Wednesday to the kickboxing class. And so it's Wednesday. And you just, you are so exhausted. You don't feel like it. In your brain, you know that going to the class is the best thing for you. But you also find yourself making all sorts of excuses not to go. Oh, 
it's been a really busy day. Oh, my kids probably need me to help them with their homework. Oh, I can't go today because the snow, <laughs> it's so cold. It's just not really worth it to go drive in the snow around the corner to the gym. Your brain is coming up with all sorts of excuses to not go. So the tendency that we have in these moments is to start to judge ourselves. We start to judge ourselves for the excuses that we make, especially if we make the decision to not do the goal that we have set out and that judgment might sound something like see Chelsea you are so lazy and you're never ever going to accomplish what you need to do in order for this goal to happen and you should probably just quit it can be our tendency to have all sorts of judgmental thoughts towards ourselves when we lean into that toddler brain and listen to some of those excuses that we can make for ourselves. And I want you to imagine me taking my little guy over to preschool and he doesn't want to go. And I want you to imagine me saying something like this to him. Oh, buddy, you are so lazy. You are so lazy and you are never going to be successful and you're never going to be able to figure out how to go to school. And I'm just so ashamed of you for making this choice. If I were to say that to my toddler, would he ever be able to overcome this barrier? Or would it fuel the resistance the next time we were to try? Would it increase resistance if I talked to him in that judgmental way? See, I don't think we would ever say something like that to our kids who are learning something new. Uh, At least we wouldn't ever really want to, right? And if we would never say that to them, why would we ever think it's okay to say that about ourselves? See, we fall into this all or nothing mentality. Either I am going to do everything, I'm going to exercise every single day, I'm going to be happy about it, I'm going to enjoy it, it's going to be the best thing ever, or I'm not going to exercise at all. (laughs) And, uh, And then why are we also like, shocked when we don't feel like doing it. Part of the reason is because we depend on motivation to get us to do something. And motivation, it's not going to be there all the time. Motivation comes and goes. It kind of does its own thing. And if we want to be consistent with our goals and how we want to show up and who we want to be, then we can't depend on motivation to get us there. We have to depend on something else, and that would be commitment. We have to depend on commitment. You can coach yourself into commitment, just like I coached my little guy into preschool today. And it sounds something like this. Hey, look, Chelsea, you do not feel like exercising today. That makes so much sense. You're kind of tired. But actually, you know what? You can exercise anyway. I give you permission, Chelsea, <laughs> to just do it anyway. It's okay. It's okay. Let's start. Let's just start by doing five minutes. See how it goes. Let's start by doing five minutes, and then we're gonna add five minutes after that. And we're just gonna we're gonna take it five minutes at a time. When I talk to myself in that way, I'm much more likely to actually do my goal. When I 
completely allow myself to be a little miserable about it. When I allow myself to not like it, not want to do it, to resist it. And when I don't judge myself for the resistance, but I actually accept myself for having it, then I'm actually way more consistent and successful with the goals that I have. This episode is episode number 41 of my podcast. When I started doing this podcast back in April of 2022, I made a commitment to myself that I will record a podcast every week and I will release one every single week and I'm not going to miss a week. And it's almost been a year of doing this podcast and I haven't missed one. I haven't had any repeat episodes yet. I just, I've been able to be consistent and sometimes I feel super inspired. A lot of the times I feel super inspired. I know exactly what I want to talk about and it's amazing. I've actually been honestly amazed at, uh, at these topics that come to my brain and being able to create the content that I share with you. And some days when I come to record the podcast, even though I know I love it and I know that after I'm done, I'm going to be so proud of myself and grateful for myself and it's going to feel really good. But sometimes carving out the time, making the time, my husband will take the kids to go do something fun and I'll stay and do my podcast. And sometimes I really like that. And sometimes I'm a little jealous. Sometimes I want to go and, uh, and be with them and do what they're doing too. And sometimes I just don't know what I'm going to talk about quite yet. And I feel a little bit nervous (laughs) and I feel some resistance to recording my podcast. But my higher brain knows that this is going to serve me. And my higher brain knows that I need to do it. And I don't feel motivated sometimes, but I do it anyway. And the way that I've gotten myself to stay consistent with this goal is by accepting that I may not feel like it. I might not feel like you know, coming on here and talking some of the times, even though I love it, I may not feel like it sometimes. And also telling myself that it's okay and reminding myself that I do want to do it anyway. And accepting that sometimes I'm going to feel some resistance and excitement at the same time. And sometimes I'm going to feel some tiredness or lack of inspiration and commitment at the same time. Both of those emotions can exist and you don't have to feel 100% motivated or inspired to do something that you know is going to serve you and help you and help others. You don't have to feel 100% good all the time when you're working towards a goal. You don't have to be motivated. You You don't need motivation in order to accomplish a goal. Because once you commit to yourself that you are going to do that goal, even if you don't feel like it, and you allow yourself to not feel like it sometimes, you will be consistent. Once you accept that you do not have to feel like it in order to do what you actually really want to do, you are going to find the consistency that you are looking for. You are going to be able to commit to yourself and to your goals. That is all available 
for you and for me (laughs) that's available for all of us thank you so much for listening to another episode of the girl by degree podcast and i will catch you next time Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Grow by Degree podcast. Hit that follow button so you can get all the juicy updates and come find me on Instagram by searching Grow by Degree. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.